Welcome to Spring the Beacon with Ryan Rieger. Today we're playing Lego, and Daddy has other dice stay on my play Lego. Hey guys, welcome back to the Streams of Income radio show. I'm your host, Ryan Rieger. Today, I am by myself with just a word of encouragement for all of you. I was reading in Luke chapter 5 earlier this week, and I will just read this passage of scripture to you because I really believe that it's going to encourage you, especially if you've ever looked at people who don't seem to be serving the Lord and have a very big, strong business, and you're looking at your business and wondering, Lord, what's up with that? Um, I've been in that position. I've, um, you know, looked at other people where other people were, are, and just thought, man, I feel like I'm so far behind. And you get this uh, imposter syndrome going and you just uh, start feeling sorry for yourself about, you know, I should be farther ahead. You know, I've got you to help me and um, various things we could touch on that. I'm not going to go deep into that, but I mean, Honestly, you don't see the work that they do behind the scenes. Um, you don't know them personally. Um, who knows what other things are going on in their lives? I know one guy in particular I was looking at one time, like, man, Lord, he's not serving you. I knew that for a fact. Um, and because I know somebody that knows him and just looking at his life and think, gosh, Lord, I, I feel like I've, I'm just so far behind that guy. And number one, shouldn't compare yourself. We're all on different races. We all have different calls in our life and different things we're supposed to be doing. So that was a something I should have been doing anyway. Um, but I was, you know, looking to see and, you know, his family life was a mess. And so it's like, you know what? I, I've got it pretty good. It's not all about where my the numbers on my in my bank account on my tax return in my business or anything like that. You know, praise God. I want those numbers to be great. I want to be able to provide for my family. Well, I want to have money left over so I can be a blessing to people. Um, but I'm not in a race against anybody. And, you know, if you are, I mean, golly, you got to look at every area of a person's life. And man, I, I, I just have a very successful family, a uh, beautiful wife who loves me, uh, an amazing son. And uh, we're just so blessed. So look at what you do have. Think about the things that uh, that the Lord has blessed you with as you're going to that next level. So Hope this encourages some of you that are, you feel like you're in a race, you feel like you're in your, maybe you're in your your own race, but you also have a tendency to compare. It's easy to compare your business with other people's and just like start to feel inadequate, start to be really, feel really small and wonder what is wrong with me. Well, number one, there is nothing wrong with you. And I want this word to encourage you. So this is Luke chapter five, uh, the miracle catch a fish. This is in the Passion Translation, which has been really a blessing to me recently. And it says, on one occasion, Jesus was preaching to the crowds on the shore of Lake Galilee. There was a vast multitude of people pushing to get close to Jesus to hear the word of God. There's a lesson in that, guys. Get close to Jesus. Hear the word. Make sure you're listening to the word every day, reading the word every day. Uh, He noticed two fishing boats at the water's edge with the fishermen nearby rinsing their nets. So they were done for the day. They've already did all their work. They went out and uh, were trying to catch fish. In this instance, they didn't catch anything and they were calling it quits. Jesus climbed into the boat belonging to Simon Peter and asked him, let me use your boat. Push it off a short distance away from the shore so I can speak to the crowd. So I would imagine at this point, Jesus or Peter's really tired. A long day, Uh, he was out there and didn't catch a thing, probably frustrated, annoyed, 
Um, and then here's this guy come and saying, Hey, let me use your boat and let's, let's go away from the shore, which is going to take Peter extra time. Uh, he's going to be away from his family a little bit longer that night. He could be hungry and ready to just chill and take a break. Guys, have you ever had days in your business where you're just like, man, it just didn't happen today. I didn't make any sales. Just, it was very frustrating. Well, I have, and to be able to have somebody come to me and said, will you do this or do this? It would be like, wow, I just want to be done for the day. So I get it. I would imagine what Peter might be feeling here, but he, he agreed. Jesus sat down and taught the people from the boat. When he had finished, he said to Peter, now row out to deep water. So not only just shallow water, go out in the deep end. This is going to take you a long, this is going to take us a while to get out there. You've got to trust me here. To cat, so row out to deep water to cast your nets, and you will have a great catch. Peter said, "Master, we've just come back from fishing all night, so he is tired. He's exhausted. He's probably very frustrated because they didn't catch a thing. But if you insist, we'll go out again and let down our nets because of your word." And here's what happened: when they pulled up their nets, they were shocked to see a huge catch of fish so much that their nets were ready to burst. They waved to their business partners in the other boat for help. They ended up completely filling both boats with fish until their boats began to sink. When Simon Peter saw this astonishing miracle, he knelt at Jesus' feet and begged him, Go away from me, Master, for I am a sinful man. Simon Peter and the other fishermen, including his fishing partners Jacob and John, the sons of Zebedee, were awestruck over the miracle catch of fish. And Jesus answered, do not yield to your fear, Simon Peter. From now on, you will catch men for salvation. When I was reading this uh, passage of scripture, the things that jumped out to me were that if Jesus, or in this instance, when Jesus asked to use his boat, it wasn't just a favor. He was intending to bless Peter, knock his socks off with the blessing for being able to use his boat to preach to people. And I just sensed, here's what I wrote down in my journal. Guys, get a journal. I will tell you this. Some of the just the most profound things, ideas that I have for business come from my time with the Lord, come from right there on my chair or out walking outside, just praying. Do not let that part of your life go. If there's, if you could only do, you know, if there's only, if you have like a list of three things to do in the day, make one of them, just spend some time with the Lord. And it doesn't mean like it's a 10 minute time. Like I'm going to take 10 minutes or 15 minutes and set it aside. And that's it. It doesn't mean that, you know, if you're in a relationship with your spouse, it's not where, Hey honey, we've got 15 minutes to talk today. And I can't talk to you ever again the rest of the day with the Lord. It should be, you're just, you're just walking with him all the time. He's always there. You you know, you are about to get on a call with an important client or you're if you're an Amazon seller, you're about to walk into a store uh, to find inventory for your business. Just say a prayer. Lord, help me to find where the good stuff is in this in this store. Help me to lead me. Give me favor in the store. Uh, if you're about to get on a call or give me favor with this client. Help me to be a blessing to this client. You're always talking to him, always just communing with him and uh, asking for help and just just being there with him and him being there with you. That's the relationship that you want. That's the relationship that I'm 
I'm always striving for. It's just it's just a constant. Paul talks about being, stay constant in prayer. It's like how in the world am I going to do that? Like I, I can't just you know not go to work. I can't you know I have to do normal things. I can't just be in my prayer closet all day long. Well, I don't believe he's talking about that. It's just being in constant communion, like where the Lord is always right here with you, always available, talking to you, you're talking to him, just having that constant fellowship with the Lord. Um, but I sense the Lord tell me that um, that I've let him use my boat, my business, and my platform, although it's not as big as some people's. I imagine it like this. I imagine like I have my own church. You know, it's my, uh, not that I'm a preacher or anything. Of course, I'm preaching now a lot to myself here. But it, your business is a platform. If you're on social media, you are using your platform, whether you have a church of 5,000 or like my friend Melissa, who has 250,000 followers on TikTok. That's crazy. At any one moment, she can get on her phone, do a video, and up to 250,000 people or more can see that when other people who are not following her also can see that that blows my mind, but that is a platform and she is using that for his glory. She's using that to talk about how you can use the internet to spread the gospel. She's using that for mom tips. She's using that for encouraging women, how to start a business, how to grow their business. She's encouraging women in their faith and how to share their faith online. And so she is allowing him into her boat. If her boat is her business and her social media platforms, then she is allowing Jesus in and saying, Jesus, take control of this. You do in and through me what you want to do. Help me to reach the people that you want me to reach. And no matter what business you're in, you are in connection with people. If you are an Amazon seller, you are talking to other sellers. You are talking to managers when you go into a store. All the vendors you deal with, um, you know, if they you start to become friends, you start to get connections with people. If they know you are a believer, you are letting people, you are letting the Lord use your boat and you can affect people in your business. Guys, you do not have to be a preacher. You do not have to be a missionary. You do not have to be a traveling evangelist to be used of the Lord. Your business is your ministry. I want to give you freedom to think about that because that, that is the truth. If God has called you into business, into the marketplace, no matter what business you're in, your business can and should be your ministry. The people that are around you, the people that are in your business and around your business, all the vendors you deal with, everybody you ever have connection with, you have a tremendous opportunity to show them how good God is and what it's like to, you know, to partner with him in your business. And God can and will use you to be a blessing to others. And so that is allowing him to use your boat, saying, Lord, I don't know what to do today. I need your help. Um, you can even go as far as what my, uh, I say friend, um, not a friend, never met this gentleman. His name is R.G. Letourneau. I've mentioned him before on my podcast. He wrote the book Mover of Men and Mountains. He died in, I think, 1969. So before I was born, but he he partnered with God. He said, God, I, I want to partner with you in my business. You you give me ideas. And he did. The Lord gave him ideas for earth moving equipment. And before he died, he and his wife um, were giving 90% of their income away to various charities, causes, and things that he cared about. Um, 
and then 10% living off the 10, just crazy. <clears throat> I would love to get to that point, but his business was his ministry. And he actually went around and talked to, uh, I think he helped uh, found the full gospel businessmen's fellowship, but he would go around to all kinds of churches and just talk about his faith, talk about his business, talk about how he got saved and talk about how God had partnered. He had partnered with God in his business. He allowed God into his boat. And boy, was he ever blessed because of it. But back to the story, um, what I felt like God was telling me is that, you know, I have allowed, I've let him use my boat. I've allowed him to uh, direct me. I've uh, allowed him to steer the ship. And as a result, he's not going to do that for free. He's not going to come in, use your boat, and then say, thank you, Ryan. That was awesome. Appreciate you. Just like Peter, where Peter allowed him to use his boat, he is going to come in and then there's going to be a miracle catch of fish. I don't know what this looks like in your business or specifically my business, but I just believe that when you allow God to use, to come in with you, to come into your boat, that there is going to be blessings that you wouldn't have otherwise. It may not always be money. I, for sure, I want an increase in my business. I want to reach more people. I want to influence more people. I want to see my bank account grow. I want to be able to leave a legacy to my son and his kids. So yes, money is part of it. But I believe there's extra other things that are way, way beyond that. Like, you know, a healthy family, uh, healthy relationships. Um, you know, I know people that have built tremendous businesses and spent a lot of time but sacrifice their family in the process. That to me is not success at all. I mean, that's, I can't, I, it doesn't matter to me the amount of money in the bank. If I had a broken family, uh, couldn't see my kids or a, you know, a horrible relationship with my wife or just was stressed out, tired all the time. I want to be able to work the hours that I want to work, have a healthy lifestyle, have healthy relationships, have money in the bank, be able to be a blessing to me, that's success. Have my time freedom, that's success. Not, you know, so connected to my work that I, you know, I have to do this and I have to do that. And it just, it runs my life. I want to run my business. Actually, I want to own my business and have other people run it. That's where I'm getting to. Uh, but guys, let him in your vote. In verse 10, it says, from now on, you will catch men for salvation. For me personally, with the AI software that we're building uh, for, for translation, that's the heart of it. I want to get this into the hands of ministry folks so we can get the gospel out. And so, yes, that's that's a big piece of mine, too. Um, and I guess what I'm saying here is that if you've ever felt like I'm behind, I'm, you know, God, I'm, I'm following you. I'm, I'm doing what you said to do. And I feel like I am just not on par with some of these other people. Well, I don't know what those other people went through. Maybe they're farther ahead than you in business or whatever. But I just want to encourage you. If you let God in your boat, if you let him come into your boat, come into your business, you let him direct you. If you, if you listen to him, if you give him time uh, every day, just spend time listening to him talking to him. He will give you ideas. He will give you instructions. Guys, just follow those instructions. Follow those promptings. Follow, if somebody comes up in your heart, let's say 
you are an Amazon seller and you just had the idea to, to call somebody or the idea for a, a certain store or a brand, go check that brand out. Those things aren't accidents. That's God saying, hey, I want to direct you over here. I want you to check this thing out. Check out this store. Check out this brand. Go call this person. Allow God to use you. Allow God into your boat and you will see blessings. You will see uh, you know, blessings that you cannot contain on your own. I'm believing that for you. So let me say a quick word of prayer for you guys and let y'all go. Lord, I just thank you for this tremendous opportunity to speak truth and to bring your word into business to show people how we can look at your word and use it in our business and how to glean from it for our business. Thank you for just that you care about our businesses, that you want to be in our boats, that you want to direct us, you want to use our platforms and you want to bless us. So Lord, I just pray for all the people out here that are tired that are weary, that have been out all night toiling and don't see the fruit of their labor. Lord, I just pray that you cause them to uh, help them allow you into their boat so that you can help help them find that boat sinking, net breaking load of fish in their business and their life in Jesus' name. Guys, I love you. Hope this thought was encouraging. If not for anybody else, that was for me. So I want you to know that you know God cares about your business too. It's not just you know, your salvation. God cares about every area of your life and your business is one of them. And your business is your ministry. Don't think for a minute that that pastor or that missionary, they're the ones that are really serving the Lord because they're doing, you know, spending their whole life, you know, working for him. You in your business is just as important as that person in ministry. In fact, I'll say this. If you would go, if you're called to business and you go abandon that and you go become a preacher or you become a missionary, you are not doing what you're called to do. That is That task would be not below you, but that's just, you'd be outside of your, outside of your calling. And the anointing, the favor would not be there for you. The anointing, the favor for you is in business. Follow that. Do that. We in the kingdom, we need business people like you who are God-fearing people that want to use their business to be a blessing in the kingdom so hang on stay stay focused do the do the work um and uh love you appreciate all of you thanks for listening we'll see you next week bye bye everyone see you next week